What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We're back. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, Old School. Uh, answer your text uh, from the text line. Uh, unknown texter, 2366. Saints, Rams tonight So at SoFi. Both are 7-7. Seven and seven, Both in the playoff hunt. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Rams. Just because they have Aaron Donald, they have Matthew Stafford. Um, I think Cooper Cup is actually going to get back going, and they're playing at home. Yeah, I and, tend to agree. And the Saints' offense is just off. Full, off full. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too, but it's <laughs> it's offensive. It's and the defense used to always be their calling card and, and where they keep them in games and be dominant. But, you know, Cam Jordan's getting a little bit older, rightfully so. He's still a great player, but still not as dominant. And then uh, Davis at the linebacker, again, aging a little bit. But um, the, their offense isn't sustainable enough to, to you know, kind of slow the game down a little bit. Derek Carr, or Derek Carr has not performed, but the, they have had an injury bug. And then the first round lineman that they bought for, that they not bought, but they I think they got from like Northern Arizona, Northern Illinois last year. They benched him like the third game. Third game of the season. <laughs> right. I think his last name is Penning or whatever. Uh, Trevor Penning. Trevor yep, Penning. From Northern he's, Iowa. Yeah, he was the one that was uh, going through the double echo of the whistle at the Senior Bowl and came to prominence, but that don't work during the regular season. No, Yeah, you're not going against guys that you think you can punk. So, um they're struggling a little bit, but you know the, the, it will be a tough game. And Thursday night games are hard to predict because the games are so crappy. But <laughs> I'm assuming this one's going to be good because you know their playoff life is on the line. So a close game is not always a good game, but no. hopefully this is both close yeah, and good. Yeah, it is. So well, before we went to break, Austin, mm-hmm. I gave you the task of giving me your top three and then a sleeper besides our top four. So out of the 29 commits, you only can get four guys out of 25. That is the math, right? There. Is that mm-hmm. the, is my math, the math? Math. All right, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who All you right. got? We'll go. We'll go back and forth. How okay. about that? Who's you want your... my number one? You want my number three? Whatever you want. All right. Uh, I'll just go no particular order. Yeah. I, so I'm not, yeah. 
give me Ja'Cory Barney out of Miami. I, I like Nebraska still being active in that area with, with Barney and then the two uh, defensive guys they flip from down there. I love the idea of him in the slot as a compliment to Jalen Lloyd. I think Nebraska can yeah. do some stuff for wide, run Lloyd deep out of one slot and have Barney kind yeah. of cross over the middle, kind of, you know, water bug, more yeah. quick, short area type of guy that I think he's quicker than Billy Kemp, probably has to work on his hands. Billy was you know pretty sure hands, especially right. coming out of Virginia. But I think you need that guy that's like, you know, six feet tall, can sneak behind yeah. the defense, get up and, and get it, but also is really good after the catch. Yeah. And I think having that over the middle is going to be really nice. I think he can develop into something special. Right. And I think that with him, he'll get bigger. I know he's like, what, 160 or something. Mm. He'll, he'll get up to 170, 75, at least so he won't get broken half when he gets, gets hit. So my number one or what my first guy I'm going to talk about is Keelan Smith. I think he's extremely explosive, plays in a really good league. Or a class, he's in the high, one of the highest classes in uh, Missouri. It was pretty dominant, and he's really taken off from last year. Where mm-hmm. last year was, he was good player, raw, but I think now he's been dominant. And you're talking about getting in and out of your breaks and explosive. He's a heck of a prospect. And um, when you get to team him up with Carter Nelson, obviously Carter Nelson isn't you know available for us picking. I think he's uh, gonna he's gonna be a matchup problem. He's six three, two oh five. You assuming he's gonna get anywhere from to 215, 220, just by getting on a good weight program and four square meals and all that type of stuff. Um, he could be a problem for some people uh, very, very early in his career. I'm with you. I just hope he doesn't have the same career path as like a Chris Hickman, who bounced back right. and forth between tight end and yeah. receiver. I want the staff to, again, I know they're known for switching guys around and having yeah. versatile players, yep. but the way Chris Hickman was adding and losing and adding, losing weight yeah. in one room out of the next... I don't think that did his development any good. So pick one with Keelan Smith. Yeah, and you got to do a really good job of looking at his body type. If you looked at Chris Hickman, he just didn't have the body to even potentially put the frame any on his frame. Whereas right. like Keelan Smith, you, you obviously look you at know the pedigree. Yeah, yeah, he's probably going to end up growing. <laughs> uh, but his athletic ability is off the charts. Who's your next one? Uh, next one for me, another legacy guy. I've got Quinn Clark here. Yeah, you mentioned Keelan Smith playing against some of the best competition in Missouri. Not sure the state of Montana football I necessarily. Doubt it. Yeah. Probably not the same level of competition, but you tell me he's six five, one ninety, he can probably put on another ten, fifteen pounds. Not necessarily sure. a burner, but I like him as a big body outside. Yeah. I think Quincy Nunwa, you mentioned Mo Purify is a name that came to mind. Right. Probably for his ceiling. I think that's a guy a type of guy that Nebraska's been missing, and I hope he can grow into that. Yeah, I mean I think he has a ton of potential. Be interesting to see where they start start them at and what they do with them. Mm-hmm. I, I think in the past, you know, maybe like uh, coaching staffs have turned the, turn the page too quick. Um, get them here and then like say they don't pop right away and then be like, all right, he can't play. But then, you know, you, you know the guys that were left over, you see a lot of guys that were left for dead, you know, making plays, especially on defense. So mm-hmm. uh, I think they find a role for him, let him develop in it, and, and he could be, the you know, a potential – a guy that could take your class from wherever they're ranked now to be higher because he could be an effective player. Uh, my next one is uh, Gibson Pyle. Hey, look, if your name is Gibson, you gotta you gotta be mad at the world, right? So he's from, yeah, he's from Klein Kane uh, High School in Houston, Texas. Obviously, I know the high schools pretty well. Um, know some know some coaches down there. He's really quick off the ball. So mm. when you think about it, you know, interior offensive lineman, center guard, most likely a left or right guard. I'm assuming. Where you're talking about a guy that could pull a little bit, kick out, pin down, trap block, all that, um, and plays against really, really high level competition. So, 
Um, you know, when you're from like Houston, Texas, Katy area, that's some really good football. A lot of NFL players come out of there. So there's a lot of college players, power five guys come out of there. I think he's a guy that, you know, being six four, two eighty five, so you don't know whether that's real or not, but you know, getting up to that two ninety, ninety five, um, uh, and not losing any of his strength, speed and quickness and get some technique, he's gonna be good because uh, you know, he plays with a with a nice little edge. Mm-hmm. The guys I don't have on my list, but that I'm curious to track, um, especially on the the offensive line, Davidson and Peters, yeah, intrigue me a little bit. Obviously, we talked to you talked to Damon Benning yesterday. Curious to see what the staff makes of Caleb Benning, right? Yeah, was, as yeah. a player, um, and then Hall and McMorris are, are kind of wild cards, yeah, to me. Uh, Not on my list, but those are all guys I'm interested in tracking. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, you got two, and the great thing about it is like the with the Hall and McMorris, obviously the two different body types. I think mm-hmm. McMorris is like five ten, five eleven. And obviously Hall is, you know, closer, you know, six one, closer to six two. So it's two different body types. Um, McMorris obviously is a well established basketball player as well, you know, so he's pretty competitive. But they 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 come from a good high school where they've put out a ton of skill skill players, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, the tradition there of what it takes to get to this level and, you know, ideally be successful is there. So Put him in position, let him go out there and compete. They they weren't just running stop routes and getting it and then running all the way around. They were running some pretty, you know, um, pretty aggressive route route trees. And so mm-hmm. they're ideally able to step in and be able to do some things. I think the biggest thing that they're gonna have to get used to is the physicality. Getting off the getting off the jam, catching in traffic, um, dealing with getting hit. Your mm-hmm. your speed isn't gonna surprise anybody. Um, so you're going to have to really learn the game and, and learn how to be better at your craft. And that's the hardest thing to do, you know, for receivers. Um, the third guy for me was Willis McGahee, the fourth. That's the a way. good one. Bloodlines yeah. are there. Position of need. You always need more ability to yeah, rush the passer. Hit and run and hit. Right. Yeah. So I am intrigued by Willis McGahee, the fourth. You know, when I watched him, he has he has ability to rush the passer. Um, he could definitely blitz, obviously. Uh, he could play like a I guess old school like a Sam linebacker where you're displaced to the to the wide receiver or to the offensive strength side. He has enough speed to be the run and hit guy. Mm. Um if he really, really, you know, wanted to welcome he could he has the size already to potentially be a linebacker or inside linebacker. So he gives you a lot of flexibility. So when you think of Tony White's system, you think of him, Vincent Shavers, you're you're looking guys that are gonna you know he's talking about you know starting at A and ending at C and those guys know how to do that already effectively come out of high school so it's a good get and he wanted to be here he committed rather quickly you know did he, um, did he even take a visit I think he committed uh, sight unseen yeah, and then came later yeah I think he well I think his Google helped him and YouTube helped him and then meeting <laughs> right. with the coaches he did well but uh, you know I think he'll I think he'll you know come in and do well and it's a position of need so then that ramps up the the training process and mm-hmm. the intensity and uh my my number four um well, i'm gonna do do my last one then we're gonna we'll we'll dive into you know caleb benning where he could fit in my number four is larry tarver jr he's the flip right and the reason why i think he's gonna be really good is because he was a maryland commit he started out with a florida uh internet fiu uh offer kind mm-hmm. of a late bloomer had a really good spring football down there Ran track, had a really good camp season. Maryland offered, committed, I think, in June. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The reason why I think it's a, it's it's, it's going to pay off is because Maryland has shown you that they can re- recruit not only Big Ten quarterback or cornerbacks, but they develop into NFL draft picks, mm-hmm. and they're all over the place. And so this type of athlete, what they've looked for, lets you know they get their stamp of, of approval. We were able to flip him. I watched a little bit of tape of him. Uh, has some return ability because he's aggressive to the ball, and he has good uh, you know he has good awareness, right? Uh, route awareness and stuff like that concepts he does a really good job there disguises a little bit of coverages he does that well then he does a good job blitzing off the edge he looks very he looks very comfortable coming tight off the tight end side mm-hmm. or the boundary side and i'm sure it'd be ring true if he had to play slot uh not the biggest dude at uh i saw where he's at 175 but he, he packs a punch and so i think he he will potentially pay off some dividends it reminds me a little bit of Malcolm Hartzog, a little bit of Ethan Nation. Yeah, but bigger. A little bigger. Yeah, yeah. physically mm-hmm. bigger. Like when mm-hmm. I saw that he was 175, I thought like, actually he looked bigger. But he mm-hmm. plays big though. That's plays what matters, re- right? Yeah, he plays real big. Good technique though. You know, when he was in uh, press coverage, shoulder square, hip square, uh, got his feet and, and hands working, you know, in, you know, uh, together, you know, big jam guy physical jam guy he doesn't try to one hand stab you and open the gate like they you know uh like they say and then uh does a good job attacking the ball in traffic so he's a he's a he's a hand catcher as well so he's not trying to catch it in his his body so um like we mentioned before you know about Caleb Benning I think with him with guys like that and Rex Guthrie is kind of the same as well but obviously Caleb being here um the one thing that he he gives you is a little bit of position flexibility right um He's listed as a safety, so Nebraska pretty much plays three safeties because um, I think Gifford is, is a safety, kind of a hybrid type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then two real, like, you know, post safeties and, and a box safety, let's just, let's just call it that. So he gives you position flexibility to do that. Um, and so that's, you know, you always say you get three in the one, right? You get a smart football player. Um, I think he hasn't even touched the ceiling yet because he hasn't trained fully for football. You know, because he plays basketball all the time and or, you know, played, you know, basketball in the spring and summer. So when you can focus in on what you need to focus on, you, you ideally you'd like to say that you will grow potentially more, right? Now, granted, mm-hmm. I do believe basketball helps football, but when you're talking about weight room, focusing on football year round, this is going to be the first time he's ever done that. So think he has a you know some upside and then i think uh, as damon said that you know he'll he'll help you out on special teams and that's how you get on the field faster mm-hmm. you know because it comes down to the road games you know you might be third on the depth chart but the starter on 
you know, kickoff and all that other stuff. Well, now you're actually second on the depth chart. You're on that plane. Mm-hmm. And you're one play away from getting in there, and then you start making plays. Next thing you know, you ain't coming out. So I think it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, it's a good get. Been pretty productive. think he's healthy again and uh, fits in with the rest of the, I guess, the Metro. We call them the Metro guys and stuff like that. They got a good crop of Metro guys coming competitive guys you got three guys mm-hmm. from bellevue west west side winning tradition guys guys that know how to win mm-hmm. and elkhorn south as well um that's what you want you want winners mm-hmm. you know and that's what helps you be successful the thing about caleb bending that damon said yesterday was he just want to be one of those guys that outlasts you yeah nebraska's targeted a lot of defensive backs in its recruiting classes they they moved jeremiah charles there he was wide receiver they're yeah. moving to defensive back I think, you know, if, if Damon's right, Caleb's going to stick it out. Might not play as much as a freshman or sophomore, see reps as a junior, and then he's on the field pretty consistently as a senior just because he's continued to put that work in. And he's still there. He's still yeah. standing. He's gotten better every offseason. I'm glad you mentioned Elkhorn South. Ashton Murphy's my sleeper, yeah. depending on what he can do with his body. Right. 6'5", 240, screams edge rusher right. to me, but I think he's, he's probably D-D better line. interior. Yeah. If he can... If he has the frame to bulk up enough, yeah, he's got a. I mean, I'm look. He's got the frame, and he's a wrestler too, right? I think yeah, so. So I think mm-hmm. that that affects his affects his weight, you know, right now. But then it it, it pays off in the way his ability to play offense and defense mm-hmm. alignment pretty effectively. The one thing about Ashton Murphy, he can run for a big Str- dude. Yeah, get, no, for a dude, he can he can <laughs> run. I mean, he's he can he can. I mean, he's fast, man, for being 245 pounds. Um, I, I'm, I agree with you. I think it, you know, maybe like a five technique, you know, getting up eventually 200, you know, 80, 85 pounds and with that ability to run. And he has, it comes from a good program where they're, they're coached pretty well up front. And so you got to give right. him, give him credit there. So I think he's a guy, you know, he's a two or three year down the road project. Obviously you guys get in the weight room and get after it. Um, uh, but that's what you want in your class. You want guys that you think they're more established guys that are kind of middle of the road that, you know, if they take a big leap and get an opportunity, they can handle that. And then you got guys that, you know, needs a little bit more nurturing, you know? And so mm-hmm. that's, that's the only way you're going to be able to develop guys and stuff like that. And then, you know, the one thing about playing as a freshman, I'll say this before we go to break, you know, when I was working in Houston in the scouting department, not once did they ever say, well, what, what do you play as a freshman? That ain't, that, I, I just don't understand why people are so bent on playing as a freshman. They do not, it's not that they don't care, but it's not going to help you. Mm. It doesn't. Now mm. they'll watch it, but they're not going to pick, prospect a over prospect b because one of them or prospect a because he you know started eight games as a freshman mm. i mean they're gonna watch it but they're, they're they want to know what type of teammate you are you know how hard you're working you know are you do you have football smarts do you love football and then obviously they're gonna look at your tape and evaluate you you know they look at the first four games of the last year of your college and the last two or three games depending on if you make bowl games or not and they might do periodic check in the middle of the season. They know, and they're going to look at when you play against good competition. Right. So, you know, it, it's it's not about your freshman year. You know, now the only outlier is is the cornerback for the Texans, uh, Stingley. Stingley. Mm-hmm. Got notoriety. Now, he had a really good redshirt freshman year, but he got notoriety his sophomore year because he used to battle all the time against Jamar, uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And it was so good that people were talking about it. That's all they could reference in a little tape. That's a outlier mm-hmm. because of injury, and he was leaving early. But he, then he tested off the charts 
but then he was lucky enough to get drafted that high, even higher than Sauce Gardner, and he had a, a bad foot. So that's not going to be the norm. Um, yes, you'd like guys to be out there playing, and we did this year, but you're not going to win championships by having a lot of fr- or true freshmen out there playing. Ever, regardless of who no, you are. Um, no. Tater did ask this on the text line real quick. Don't you think Caleb Benning is a better overall player than Malcolm Hartzog? I could see Caleb Benning starting year one or at least seeing the field more. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's it's hard to. If, I mean, one's in high school and one's in college, right? So it's hard. I mean, look, everybody forgets Malcolm Hartzog was the the bell of the ball. The you know the last you know six seven games you know under Mickey, and then mm-hmm. you know whether it's the sophomore slump or just kind of just still learning the system, you know, he, he did some good things. I think the only thing that hurt him this year was just being, you know, more consistent. And that could be right. preparation. That could be knowing the game, knowing the new defense, being more comfortable in there, and then having confidence in yourself. I think he got hurt and a couple times, you know, I think he had like a lower leg, you know, kind of a pull or strain or something like that. So that affects you as well. So, you know, I think they both could do things, you know, Hartsog, you know, Playing back there in the safety at times, I was like, "Oh, size," but you know, he actually would stick his nose up in there and 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 tackle some people. So, you know, I don't want to just put one against each other. They just got to come in and you know, I would say just it's like throw them, throw the balls up in there and see which ones you know lands and sticks. And they'll make their own way. If they're both great, then they're both going to be on the field. They're not going to not play good players. And um, can't afford to not yeah, play good players. No, we can't afford to play anybody that's not good so if they have an opportunity to do it that you know to throw them out there and see what they can do and that's what you you expect and they both have a ton of potential and do so that with Malcolm Hartsaw going to be a junior right Caleb Benny is just going to be a you know true freshman so it's not even really fair to compare each other but I understand what you're saying I think you know obviously size probably Caleb probably probably favors Caleb a little bit I would say right um you know, because I think Caleb's closer to 5'11". I think Malcolm Hartzog is closer to 5'9". Hartzog put a little weight on this last offseason. <laughs> Benning's a little thicker already, I think. Yeah. He, hey, man, he was in the squat room. It's squat room. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah that's all right. It's a credit. But, yeah, but he got to let it. Listen, you can't run up in there at 165. Think you're going to try to tackle the Big Ten. He had to get a little weight on him. So, um, we'll see. You know, everybody should be excited about it and um, see what what the future is. It'd be interesting to see who really takes off as an early enrollee. So, anyways, Austin Orman, Jay Foreman, we're going to come back real quick before we turn it over to WTF. We're going to talk about Zion Williamson and what it's like to pass up or lose out on three years of guaranteed money in the NBA. Man, struggling, struggling bust. Anyways, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, old school. We'll be back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.